Welcome back, everybody. Old Man's Cantina. We are open, ready for business. And oh my God, the Immortal One, what is it about Tuesdays? Oh, it's those damn what drops. It seems like every Tuesday, CG decides to grace us with 10 tons of shit to talk about. And I could not think of a better guest to have on tonight to talk about this literally just breaking news than our friend Solo. Um, if you don't know who he is, then I don't even know why you're playing this game. He's definitely top 100, top 60 GAC. He streams his GACs. Um, he has the outstanding, outstanding podcast, the Gambit podcast, him and Zareth. Um, really good informational tools and tips, tricks, things to do in the game. They're definitely a lot more informative than us. We just have a couple of drinks and bitch. That's what we do. But Solo, um, I'm very appreciative of your time. Thank you for coming on. We, man, um, some news dropped. Yeah. It, it, well, A, let me start by saying thank you for having me. Uh, uh, it's no, good to you. be back. And B, holy crap, do we have some stuff to talk about tonight. Let's, uh, it's going to be a fun night. Yeah, dude. In fact, there's so much to talk about. Let's 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 dive right into it. Like, um, third sister kit dropped. Just bang Tuesday night. Don't eat dinner. Don't shower. Don't go to the bathroom. Read the forums. It smacked us in the face like a ton of bricks. And this is nasty. Yeah, yeah. This she's is she is gonna be fun. So I'm not going to go into the whole um, strategy tips, inspiration, all that nonsense. We're going to dive right in, folks. Abilities, basic, number one, no more hiding. Final text, deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict a stack of purge, max six, for the rest of the encounter, which can't be evaded. If target enemy is already inflicted with purge, inflict ability block for two turns and dispel all debuffs on third sister for a basic that's outrageous yeah 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 it is and especially when you consider because we haven't gotten to this part of the kit yet but when she's a lead the entire other team starts with uh <laughs> with five stacks of purge <laughs> so oh, you're yeah. you're kind of setting it up for the ability block a two turn ability block on turn 1 yeah, no, Kane, that's that's gonna come in later in the kit. Dude, this kit is is dirty. This kit's dirty. Hey, so I like I like to do these blind so as you know, all the listeners, viewers, things like that, like they get my full reaction to these kits. <laughs> I, I don't read them. Yeah. 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 So special one, unyielding onslaught. Cooldown of three with a Zeta. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy and recover health equal to the amount of damage dealt for each stack of purge on the enemy this attack deals 30 percent more damage if third sister is at full health after using this ability inflict armor shred on target enemy for the rest of the battle holy shit so what, what, what do you got for us oh man just you know so the one thing is and she's a tank, right? So, and she's she's got a ton of bonus health in there, and so she's recovering health. Um, 
I mean, that's never a bad thing. Plus armor shred. And this team is um, 30% more damage. And so, like like I said, she's starting with five stacks of damage on them. So it's yep. dealing 150% more damage. Um, and if she uses it in turn one or turn two, she's applying armor shred. Like, that's... <laughs> everything <laughs> about this ability is good. Um, there, there's literally nothing bad in this ability right now. No, there, there's literally, like, there's nothing to complain about. Nothing. No. Yeah. All right, so uh, we have special two. Reckless Sweep, cooldown of four. Zeta and an Omicron. We knew this, folks, going in. We knew Third Sister was going to be a character heavily reliant on Zetas and those all-important Omicrons. And here we go. Final text. Deal physical damage to all enemies and consume one stack of purge from each enemy. If all enemies had at least one stack of purge, inflict defense down and healing immunity on all enemies for two turns. That's dirty. By the way, which can't be dispelled, evaded, or resisted. And all Inquisitorious allies gain 20% turn meter. Good night. Otherwise, inflict defense down and healing immunity on all enemies for two turns. But, icing on the cupcake, while in Grand Arenas, all Inquisitorious allies gain critical damage up for two turns and have their cooldowns reduced by one, which is going to make Fifth Brother dirty. Oh, dude, that's broken. It, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's nasty. It, it's funny they didn't even need to add um, they that crit damage that up for two turns. Like, yeah. That cooldown one I felt like was unnecessary, but it's such a bonus. Well, so there's one thing to notice about this ability is uh, there are there have been two two Datacron sets right that have made the Inquisitor so good. One is they gain turn meter. And yeah. they essentially just run a train. And two <laughs> is the cooldown reduction, so you can spam ability block. Uh, um, this this ability, or this single ability, is both of those kind of wrapped up into one. So, yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. Everyone that said, you know, the Inquisitors won't be good once the Datacron sets go away. Well... There's, there it is. The Datacron sets are never going away, right? Yeah, there's the proof that that was, yeah, no. All right, um, so we did that, Reckless Sweep. Now it's Unique One, Driven by Revenge, which is an Omicron. Final text, and folks, this is a dissertation, so here we go. <laughs> Um, third sister gains 30% max health and 30 speed. Third sister takes reduced damage from percent health damage effects at the start of battle and when she's defeated for the first time. This is where you've got to pay attention to the language. At the start of battle and when she's defeated for the first time, she gains hatred until she is defeated. Whenever third sister is revived, she gains 100% offense and defense. Stacking mix 200%. Dirty. And 25% critical chance for the rest of the encounter. Stacking max 50. Whenever purge is dispelled during an enemy's turn, 
or when an enemy uses an attack that damages more than one ally, all enemies gain one stack of purge max six for the rest of the encounter and third sister taunts for two turns. Now, Solo, that was a mouthful. Break <laughs> that down for us. I know it's dirty, but please artic- articulate to our audience why that's nasty because it really is. It, it is. So let's start with the easy part first. Uh, Third Sister is a tank, and you want tanks to taunt, right? Uh, so this this last part, when the purge is dispelled during an enemy's turn, is going to make her taunt. So that's fantastic. But not only does she taunt, she applies. You dispel the purge, and the purge gets reapplied only to all enemies. Um so that's 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 just kind of fun, like kind of kind of an fu of oh you thought you got rid of it, huh? Um, but really, I mean, this so the abilities as we discussed are amazing. What makes her what, what truly makes her is the two uniques, um, and so thirty percent max health is she's a tank. Of course, you want that thirty speed. She's a tank. She's probably Knowing how they're building these kits, right? The Inquisitors are all fast, have a fast base speed. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing she's going to be like in the 150 to 160, which is fast for a tank. You know, it's not, it might not be fast, but it's fast for a tank. But then you give her an additional 30 speed, and that kind of puts her base up there at like 180 something, which is right in line with the rest of the Inquisitor. So there's that to think of. So you can line them up because like right now you, you have their turn order lined up like uh, seventh sister at three forty, fifth brother at three thirty nine, and Grand Inquisitor at three thirty eight, and you're gonna put Reva right there at three thirty seven. So they all go, she resets their cooldowns with that one ability and gives them twenty percent turn meter and they're raring to go again. Um so and then, you know, the, the reduced damage from uh, the percent health is always nice on a tank, especially with all of the debuffs that are hanging out there, like dots, etc. And then, God, she has hatred, too, so you can't kill her. Or you, you have to kill her twice, at least. You have to kill her and, at least and, twice. And, and that was the part. Um, the last yeah. part, I, I did not read. Of that ability, Unique One, driven by Revenge, this is, while in Grand Arenas, this is where I think where the Omicron comes in. Whenever Third Sister is revived from Hatred, the cooldown of Unyielding Onslaught is refreshed, and she gains 100% offense until her <laughs> next attack and ignores Taunt Effect for one turn. That's... <laughs> Would you say that's almost, if she's modded right, an insta-kill? Uh, well, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, because the unyielding uh, assault one is 30% more damage for each stack of purge. Um, yeah. And armor shred. So, you know, we really have to see the base number. Sometimes it's it's really easy to read these kits, and then you find the damage modifier on the ability is like just complete garbage, and you're like, well, what the hell yeah. am I supposed to do with this? But the way that they're setting it up and the part, you know, that we kind of skipped over in the the description of what's going on thing is they expect her to challenge GLs in Grand Arena. So I get the feeling this Omicron is meant to challenge these GLs. So it should be it should be really fun. 
And I I have that very question for you when we're when we're uh, done with this kit. Um, her unique two, which again was part of the reason why I asked you, could this be an insta kill thing? Because part of unique two, impatience, final text. At the start of battle, if all allies, minimum three, are inquisitorious, this character gains twenty percent critical damage, max health, and offense. This character taunts for two turns at the start of the encounter and whenever an ally or enemy is defeated. Whenever an enemy damages his character with an attack out of out of yeah, out of turn attack, excuse me, that enemy gains a stack of purge. So whenever somebody attacks out of turn yeah, she aren't. Um, can't be evaded resist. Whenever purge is consumed or dispelled, this character gains three percent turn meter. So it's gonna zoom zoom. If your opponent starts dispelling shit, that's just gonna make her faster. Yeah. Dude, this yep. is this and is broken. <laughs> I don't know if it's broken, but <laughs> I'm I'm more worried about it, it's more of the, the, the previous ability now with the 20% critical damage moral and offense. Could that previous ability possibly be modded right in insta kill? I mean, that's something that we won't know. We don't know. Like like Solo said, um, some stats are weird. But here's the one that I think is interesting. This is the leader. Because, yep. I mean, a lot of people don't have the Grand Inquisitor. I don't have him yet. I'm going to talk about that later. CG's scheduling. Good Lord. Why? <laughs> um, her leader is dirty. So, final text. Inquisitorious allies gain 40% max health, 20% offense, 30 speed, and are immune to stun. The start of the encounter, and whenever all Inquisitorious allies is defeated or defeats an enemy, all enemies are inflicted with five stacks of purge, max six for the rest of the encounter, which can't be, yeah, resisted, blah, blah, blah. Inquisitorious ally attacks always score a critical hit, if able, against enemies with at least five stacks of purge. That's important to note. Um, whenever an enemy recovers protection or gains protection up, which happens with a lot of Jedi teams, and sometimes Jabba, well, a lot of times a Jabba, all enemies lose 2% defense stacking, max 50% for the rest of the encounter. Solo, unpack that before I go into <laughs> that dozen Grand Arenas. Uh, that, that is anti-Jedi, and I would think in some respects anti-Jabba. Yeah, uh, well, yes, and anti a lot of people. Like, a lot of people don't realize how much protection up is out there in this game. Um, she is going to, well, basically stop all of it. I mean, think about, like, C-3PO gives uh, protection up out there. Um, it, Treya, uh, we, we're, we're going to get to the Treya Omi. Um, oh, we are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Treya, you can pretty much assume Treya is not killing Inquisitors anymore once Reva jumps onto this team. No, no, that uh, was a that was a thing too, wasn't it? Treya was oh, yeah. actually with them. It, it absolutely is. Um, Cassian gives protection up, so there's the Adrad teams. You know, you have Moff Gideon and you have Range Trooper giving protection up, so troopers aren't going to beat this. Then there's obviously the Jedi 
that do it. Um, Malgus has a bunch of protection up built into his kit. Um, so there are a lot, a lot of characters. Uh, Sorty's another one. You know, a lot of characters are yeah, giving protection up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this this ability is is really, really just messing all of these teams up. Like this Riva is built to just destroy people. And the one thing you'll notice in all of her kit is so in the lead it's forty percent max health. In the unique, uh it's twenty percent max health. Um and then in the other unique, it's 30% max health. She's basically gaining 90% max health at the start of every battle. It's going to make the rest of that team so tanky. Right. Yeah. So it, the the big question about her that a lot of people are going to have is, well, I have her and I have Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor is killing a ton of crap right now. Um, whose leadership is going to be better? And... I mean the the answer's Riva. <laughs> uh it there in territory wars if you want to kill GLs it's it's going to be Grand Inquisitor. Um but like even in territory wars against Gas Riva's going to be better than Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, because he, I I feel like I feel like we've known that Grand Inquisitors can gr- they with the debuffs and everything they do they grind down a team. If yeah. if the battle goes if it's like Stalingrad and it turns into a siege, Inquisitors are going to win. It's a grind. They they beat you down. Is is Riva third sister? Do you think that is the offensive tune? Not only offensive but a tank. Is this the tune that's really going to bring the offensive firepower that the the Inquisitors, in a way, kind of need? I mean, they do a lot of they do a lot of good things, but it's a grind. Like you got to wear your opponent down. Is this a tune that's going to put them over the edge? Um, I mean, God, well, we haven't even gotten to the best part of the kit yet, uh, no, which is, which is her Omicron. Yeah. Uh, but, so, yeah, she's she's going to make them do some filthy things. Um, what I really like in Territory Wars uh, is using the Reva lead and the Grand Inquisitor special Omicron because he can instantly kill a Jedi his first turn. <laughs> AKA AKA gas because she she's applying yeah. five five stacks. You have seventh sister or fifth brother going, apply one stack of purge, and then uh Grand Inquisitor takes a turn and yeet <laughs> there goes gas. Um Yeah, that's true. Or any Jedi that, that you're seeing. So this is oh God, she is going to be so much fun. So um, that leader, Harvard Aggression, had a Omicron, and it was for Wild and Grand Arenas. And again, if you need any more evidence, here it is: Wild and Grand Arenas. Whenever an ally or enemy is defeated, all Inquisitorious allies gain defense penetration up for two turns. Whenever Purge is dispelled during an enemy's turn, that character, excluding Galactic Legends, gains death mark for two turns, which can't be dispelled or resisted. That's 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 fun. that right there. That put her from nasty to just 
filthy. Like that's yeah, no, no. Death March. No, that's not nasty. That's not filthy. That's fucking broken. <laughs> That's not, it's that's, not broken, but it's, it's a lot of fun. That's damn. what that is. Um, so, so, right, so it, what, what, what do you what do you see with that ability? It's not. It's so. It's not broken because it has to be on the enemy's turn. Um, and so, obviously, you're not going to take Barris against this team. Um, no, nope. <laughs> but. And you're not going to take Treya against this team anymore either. Like this instantly stops Treya. But I, since it's Deathmark on their turn, I don't. I don't think that's it's going to be broken. But it's especially if you put Reaver on defense. Like a smart player is going to know. Okay, just don't cleanse this turn and let's kill Reva. Um, on offense, though, it's going to be really, really easy to take advantage of this because the AI, it, they can't program an AI to know every kit in the, you know, have specific moves against every kit in the game. So the AI isn't going to know, and you're going to just be able to destroy people. Because the, the thing about Deathmark is, A, it's 50% max health damage when you hit them, and B, you can ignore taunt to hit them. So, um, yeah. It's a, and it's an undispellable one for two turns. So essentially, you're going to take Reva on offense, and you're just gonna you're just gonna kill kill these characters as as they go. It's it's gonna be yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Um, a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be ridiculous. Um, since they also mentioned in the FAQ, um, yeah. how do I obtain third sister shards? In Phase 3 of Rise of the Empire, you'll need to beat a special mission on Tatooine that requires Grand Inquisitor and four other Inquisitorious units at Relic 7. So that means, yeah, you may have met the requirements for the Grand Inquisitor, but you got to yeah. spend a little bit more. Yeah. Now, Phase 4, Dark Path, she is required at Relic 8 in the Haven Class Medical Station Special Mission. What do you think is going to be the reward for that? That uh, is very interesting. Well, it's going to be um, GET3. That, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be GET3 for that mission. Um yeah, Does that, that's a stiff requirement for a mission. So they they better give you something worthy of the investment. Well, so it's not though. That that's the funny part of it. It's it's not just for the special mission. It's to take part in that entire phase. So it, that's it's true. It's that's the same true. requirements for the phase. Um, yeah, but you don't think there there'll be like some specialized tune or or something in that mission that they'd give you cuz i mean that's just i mean you have to have Reva unlocked and have her at relic 8 to do this mission yeah yeah i mean i we're we're going to talk about tb in a little bit and oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the absurdity of it um but i don't think so um and we we don't know how much GET3 we're going to get. So here's the thing. They they showed what you can buy with the GET3. And 
like you can buy um, basically everything you need for relics with the GET3. So that's you're going to want as much of that as possible. Like the Gerda computers to get people to uh, R9. Oh, those can, computers are the worst. Yeah, they are, but you can buy They're them the with the GET3. So if you do this mission, you can buy, you know, five of these computers. Um, not now, well, not going to complain so about that. For people that have asked, I know it's it's been across the internet from some content creators, are Galactic Legend tickets a thing in this currency? Is that a thing? Is that for uh, real? Well, the, the, in the weekly store, they are. I don't know about... I didn't see that in GET3. I didn't see them announce it. So let's uh, uh, let's move on to... Now that we've done that Night Sister, which is going to be absolutely just brutal. Um, <laughs> real quick, before I go to Dark Trey's Omicron, do you see Third Sister... How many... Le- on paper, how many legends do you see that being? I are beating. I kind of see it beating Jabba and Jedi Master Kenobi, to be honest. Uh, well, I mean, Jedi Master Luke is almost an assured thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Luke too. Jabba, a Jabba, I think so. Sith Eternal is interesting, um, and I, I think it will. I, depending on the Sith Eternal team, you know, if they if they have like the full Sith Empire on Sith Eternal, it might struggle just because you're going to be, you know, up against a Malak that keeps fearing you. Um, But I think most Sith Eternal teams it'll be, I don't think it's going to beat Rey. uh, And I don't think it's going to beat Lord Vader. Everything else, I think, is fair game if you have them at the right level. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree. All right, let's uh let's go into this this Treya Omicron because good lord, in fact it was solo was, <laughs> it was it was actually shortly before we did the episode that um you I, I didn't even know this came out and <laughs> yeah Darth Treya, Darth Treya folks if you're a fan of those old video games which Kane come on man oh yes we played the yeah oh yes yep. Oh yeah, old those those old games on Xbox the the first Xbox yeah we played the shit out of those things, but Darth Trey has an Omicron and you know it's it's so funny with the the new TB coming. I know there's a lot of hype. We're gonna get into that. A lot going on with the new TB, but. I have like an I have a full Omicron and I have half of one. And I've been thinking about saving them depending on how the new TB goes, but this new this new tray Omicron I'm I'm not going to lie it's given me a moment of pause so I'm I'm going to read it <laughs> real quick. Um so while in Grand Arenas and this is for Darth Treya Sith allies gain 40% critical damage, max health, and offense. When a Sith ally suffers a debuff, they gain 10% bonus protection stacking until the end of their turn. At the start of each Sith ally's turn, Treya dispels all debuffs on them and all Sith allies, gain 5% critical damage, health steal, 
max health. And offense, stacking 100% until the end of the next encounter. Wow. When an ally Darth... and I like this. When an ally Darth Talon is critically hit or inflicted with a debuff, Treya gains 12% offense stacking for two turns. When an ally Darth Nihilus, Darth Sion, or Darth Talon's health falls below 90% for the first time, their cooldowns are refreshed. That... That is pretty much going to make sure that your Darth Nihilus is built for dur durability. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It's also that... going to make sure your Darth Nihilus gets an Annihilate off much faster. Yeah. <laughs> so, now that I read that, so there are so many... I mean, let me ask you this. Does this take Talon off of Darth Malgus squad? You know... I don't think so. I don't think it does. No? Really? No. Well, well because... I'm loving I, this. Go ahead. Well, so here's the thing. Because Darth Talon... Uh, when an ally Darth Talon is critically hit or inflicted with a debuff, it, it's 12% offense stacking for two turns. So it's only... You're never going to have more than 24% offense on Treya, which is not a bad thing, you know, obviously. But Darth really? Talon is stealthed most of the time, so she's not going to be critically hit that often. And the the counters you use for this team, I, you know, are they going to be inflicting the debuffs? Um, maybe they are. You know, maybe maybe it's a case by case type basis. But just for t the stacking offense, when Nihilus is usually the one getting the kills anyway, I don't think you need talent on there um now especially because the second half of it is also includes nihilus and scion in it for the right. cooldown refresh um i mean is talent going to be bad on that team obviously not if you can you build a malgus team that doesn't have talent sure you can it's it's just going to be and we really need to play with it uh is taking Talon off Malgus going to make Malgus easier easier to beat? And is it going to open up a new counter to Treya? If it opens up a new counter for Treya, then yeah, obviously we're going to do it. But just based on the increased offense, I don't I don't know if it does because Treya can hit really hard, but I'm not using a Treya team for her to kill people. Are, are, we, no, are we not going to address that this they gain 10% bonus protection stacking has no max. Well, that, I mean, that's the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, there's so many fun parts. I mean, and it, I, I kind of feel like that, that Treya's Omicron ability is used in conjunction, conjunction with Talon to really focus on Nihilus, getting as many annihilates as he possibly can. Like, I kind of look at that as a, I mean, I, I don't know. It could be a GAC weapon of, oh, I've got this. And it, it, it may catch people off guard on the onset, but obviously it's going to get figured out. It doesn't take long for the community to go, okay, all right, this is out there. We're going we're gonna to counter this and deal with it. But 
I don't know. Do, do you think solo? This is an Omicron that could be better spent elsewhere, or is this uh, a worthy investment? I mean, better spent elsewhere. I could probably find a few Omicrons that are better than it, but I can tell you, the second it gets added to the game, I'm adding it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it, is it better than Star Killer? Probably not. You know, is it better than Malgus's uh, the his lead? Probably not, but is it going to be damn good? Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not going to be in your top three for Omicrons to apply. It's probably not even in your top five, but we are one year post-Omicrons now, so could it fit into the top ten? Yeah, I, I think it can. So it's it's not a... It's not a bad thing to have, but for for somebody say in, in Kane's position, um, right. in between four and five million, about to unlock. That's big news for him. Kane is about to start his ticket farm for GML. Um, yep. that's not the Omicron he would probably want to use right now. Uh, well, I, depending on his roster. Right. I, I I love I love to say it depends because I honestly think that this Omicron is going to be stronger in the younger account area than it is Ooh, in the yeah. in the top of K1 because stacking health and bonus protection on the Treya team when they're still G12 is going to be a lot better than you know, mine's mine's already R seven. Like it's it's gonna be nice, but I I think I think for the younger accounts it actually jumps up a little bit. It's it's like Wampa, where Wampa is an amazing Omicron. When you're when you're sitting there in K five or you're sitting there in a rhodium and you have a Wampa, you're like, I'm killing something for yeah. banners. Yeah, uh, you're wiping something right off the board. Right. At, at the top of K one, your Wampa's like uh, do I get to use it? Do I not get to use it? At least you I don't. have him, have her for cleanup. Like so, I I think actually the the smaller rosters are going to like this Omicron a lot more than the bigger rosters. No, Kane, remember that conversation? Yeah, remember that episode? You were like Omicrons, and I went, "Dude, where's your Wamp at?" Well, he's relict. What <laughs> are you waiting for? <laughs> Give him the Om- holy shit! Give him the Omicron. So, all right, um, we covered that. I'm, I want to keep it moving. Um, yep. Man, TB. Good <laughs> Lord. Um, the topic, the, the, the big hot topic in the game has been TB. And, and Kane, don't worry. I, I, I've definitely, you're going to take over in a couple parts of this because there's some questions for people um, where you're at. But, man, this, um, this TB has got a lot of people talking. And I wanted to ask you, Solo, do, do, you think, do you think CG right now, with how they're directing this new TB and where the game has been heading, are they tilting mid to early game players to, hey, you need Inquisitors, you need Jabba. Is this where you need to go first? Do you feel like this is where they're pointing people? Uh, so uh, I'm going to steal the language of somebody else uh, here. Go right uh, ahead. One of my guildmates that that said, 
CG has done nothing but reward people that geared their Inquisitors early. And yep. it is yep. the truth. Amen. Um, so uh, this is, you know, we uh, we talked about this, uh, you know, this summer of CG is telling people things without telling them things. It's like, here, we're going to do this. Here, we're going to do this. Here, we're going to do this. And it's like, if you didn't listen, that's on you. Um, and I, I make that comment, and I had somebody be like, they're just trying to be greedy. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of greed in them as well, but, I mean, they told you from, like, April through September, hey, guys, uh, Inquisitors are going to be important. We're going to use them every other GC. You might want to do this. Then they gave us a report. The warning early about Reva, like we found out about Reva in September, people should have been doing Inquisitors. Yeah, I, I defy anyone that says that about Inquisitors because I've been ready. My Inquisitors are all well. A couple of them are Relic Seven, but they're all they're all the requirements are met, right? Um, and the fact that if anybody complains about Inquisitors, it's it's nuts because. I had Jabba before the Inquisitors. Yeah. Like, I'm still waiting on the Grand Inquisitor event. And we're going to get the new TB before I can even do the second <laughs> turn for Grand Inquisitor. That's ridiculous. Right. Well, that's the, stupid, yeah. <laughs> the cadence of this has been off the wall. It's literally like, I don't... I don't bitch too much about CG, but I will on this one. Like, what what are you guys doing? Why why did like if you really wanted to make a profit and you wanted to drop this kit for the third sister, why would you not put the Grand Inquisitor event before it? Uh, and oh, new kit. Need my GI my Grand Inquisitor geared up. Ooh, damn! <laughs> but it's this half-assed cadence that they're on i'm like i don't i i don't understand and it's like cg is kind of telling the early mid-game player because especially for early to mid-game player going after the inquisitors or java yeah it's a gear expense but it's not like you have a bunch of legendaries or a bunch of other shit to do to get these like they're kind of free to play friendly Very. if you do it right. If you do it right, this is somewhat free to play. Which I've heard you and Zareth say several times you had your Grand Inquisitors all geared up, and then they did the event so much later, and you're like, wow, I spent all that money. <laughs> yes. Get my Inquisitor, and here it is, how many months later, and. It it just seems like their 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 releases are just not in. It, it's just, nothing is making sense. That yeah, you know, I really struggle to find a good good reason for this Inquisitor thing. Um, I don't see who it helped. Like I, I legitimately, I I know it helped the free to play people get them for Christmas time. Yeah, uh, it did. But it did. but why why would you not put the event 
in September or October as well. Like it, it all all you did was tell people don't spend money right away because it's not coming back for six months. Like how is that the message that you want to send out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. It, it it didn't from from a marketing standpoint, it didn't make any sense. Like if if you dropped right. this kit and had the Grand Inquisitor event in six days, can you imagine yeah. how much how much revenue that would have that would have created? Right. That it, it it doesn't they're how they're laying things out doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So do you do you feel that's becoming a trend that CG is kind of pointing players in a certain direction. Um, Java, you don't need any Relic 9s. Um, cheaper than Vader. Not a lot of legendaries. Another bunch of shit you got to do. Um, is that the easiest legend to get right now? Is uh, Java something that early game players should do? Uh, you know, Java... Java would be one of my first GLs without without question. Um, you know, people are going to say Supreme Leader Kylo still should be your first. I can see the arguments there. Like, I legitimately can see the arguments there. Um, but man, you get so many resources from Java. So you many know, resources. Like. Doing- no, Solo, I got I to gotta tell you a quick story. I unlocked Java. I brought him right to Relic 8. And two days later, I was in Smuggler's Run 2. It, <laughs> it took me a couple tries to figure it out. Yep. But I finally beat it. And then I looked at, at the rewards and went, holy. And I've listened to that on with you and Zareth on yep. Gambit about the rewards of that event. And I finally did it and went, <laughs> like, it was funny. Like, I beat it once, and then went and upgraded a bunch of shit, and then went, oh, my God, I, I, I can beat it again? And <laughs> yeah, get, you get a second one. I get a second one? Yeah. Like, the rewards on that, they, they're absurd. It's absolutely absurd, the rewards yeah. they give you in that smuggler's run. That is ridiculous. Yes. I I haven't done the math. I refuse to do the math. I... It wouldn't surprise me if you figure out how much it costs to get Java and then you balance it with how much it costs to get Supreme Leader Kylo. It wouldn't surprise me if Java pays for himself through Smuggler's Run, um, you know, within a couple months. And Conquest, because they're well, always asking for bounty hunters or something else. And and Java is an auto and conquest on any 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 single yeah, node. Even, <laughs> even down to like I I try not to bring him down that much, but even at fifty percent stamina, he's yeah. still murking shit. Yeah, and all of those um, don't bring a Jedi, Lasufu, Dasufu, Sith, and I forget what the other done. one is. It's done. Uh, Java is just like yeah, cool. I'm I'm yeah. here. That's yeah. I got done. you. So we had that for uh for TV. So um for for Kane, who's about to unlock Jedi Master Luke. Kane, let me get you in here. Um you're about to unlock your 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 first legend. Yes, I Jedi am. Master Luke. You've been doing for weeks. 
You've had it on our Discord. You've been keeping people appraised of what's going on. Um, you've got them. You're ready to start the ticket grind. Yes. Um, at Solo, in between four and five million, where Kane is about to get his first legend. With the state of the game right now, where should he go? For should he should he keep his inquisitors in the back of his mind? Should he be looking at Java? What should somebody in his position in the game right now? What what do you think is the next best best option? I'd be hard pressed not to go for Java at that point, or at least start it. Um, you know the one the one negative to Java is his requirements don't really build a team. You know, like Lord Vader, at least, God, his requirements suck. But at least you get Bad Batch out of Lord Vader and a couple of troopers and stuff. Um, but Jabba, Jabba beats everything, except for except for the current Lord Vader. Thank God, so I can use Lord Vader to beat Jabba. Um, but man, like Jedi Master Kenobi, Jabba beats um, Ray. Jabba beats, you know, uh, Sith Eternal, Jedi Master Luke. Like Jabba's just crawling through all of them, uh, literally. And so, how do you? How do you tell somebody not to go for him? <laughs> like how? I don't. I don't know. And I, I feel like that's the, that's the hard sell. Like, you know, um, Kane right now is about to do Jedi Master Luke. He could go for right. a Sup- Supreme Leader Kylo and get a fleet. But right. if he goes for Jabba, you're not you're not helping really your ships at all. You're 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 getting a supporting cast for for Jabba, but. Other than that, you're relicking really a bunch of shit you're not going to use. So yep. that's that's the hard sell. Especially for people where he's at and his GP. Like Kane right now. Where would you go next? So I've been I've been keeping this a secret. I haven't told <laughs> I haven't I haven't even told you where I'm going next. No, you haven't. I I did have some ideas and I've I've been torn between two, and I'm actually leaning more towards one now than I was earlier today. So, which which was so I've been I've been thinking about going for my executor. I I was okay. gonna do I was gonna do profundity, but if I did profundity, then I would have to I would have to do a little bit more farm than I would with my executors or do, doing the executor. I've got stuff that's already in relics. I've got a lot of things that are, it'll just make it a more simple grind for me. Today, I, I've leaned over the edge and I am going, to, I'm going to do my inquisitors. I've, I've been, oh no, and it, I've been thinking about this because in G in uh, conquest in conquest inquisitors you get you get bonuses with inquisitors all the things that they can do to help get more and more crates. There's always something saying I need inquisitors for this. I need inquisitors for that, and it's only going to benefit me. This kit reveal, I'm I'm getting my inquisitors knocked out. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um... 
third third sister is is ugly. It's and, and again that that brings me back to the point is is CG starting to I don't know in some way dictate where people should go with their roster if they want to be competitive, if they want to get the the new bright and shiny toy, and that's that's where it's at. It's it's Java and it's Inquisitors. Uh, yeah, uh, so CG has always dictated where you're going with your roster. I mean, that this isn't new. It's just hasn't been recent. Because, uh, I mean, this TV is the first time we've gotten new game content in literally two years. Uh, this past year has... True. Uh, one year ago, almost to the day, we got the new GAC. But not, that didn't change anything. Like It changed the structure, it changed the matchups, it changed the rewards. But when you entered a fight, it was still the same GAC you've always done, just the background changed. Um, so the last the last change before that was almost two years to the day when we got the C-Pit. Um, that was the last time we got new content. If you remember when C-Pit came out, I mean, within a week we had, okay, you need to go for this, your no, characters yeah, need to be R5, you, you need yep. this for phase one, you need this for phase two, you need this for phase three, and then phase four just throw everything at it. And by the way, it has to be all R5. Um, it was literally like in a week, too. Right. So CG is very good at dictating content. They just haven't they haven't done it in a while. Um, and then they started it with Inquisitors, and they followed it up with Java, and then they said, hey, here's the new content. By the way, you're going to need Inquisitors and Java if you mm-hmm. haven't figured that out at this point. So here's here's the other thing, and I've I've heard this from um, you know around Discord, other content creators. Um, do you think it's smart for people to kind of keep their expectations back? Because honestly, I think we're going to walk into this new TV, and <laughs> we are literally going to get curb stopped. Oh God, yeah, I can't wait. And it's what I'm afraid of is that. People are going to go into this, and then there's going to be a flood, an absolute flood of this is unfair, this is ridiculous, this is outrageous, but it's going to be no different from any other event that we've dealt with. It's going to take guild coordination teams, Omicrons, which I know you love, (laughs) um, gear levels, relics, and... I feel like this new game mode is going to require more more gear guild cooperation and team building than ever before. And I think if you want to be successful in this, it's going to require guilds that are are really on the ball that they they want they're they're focused on this, they want the rewards from this. So as a two-part question with that do you feel like there's going to be a great purge of guilds? If you're not working on Java or Inquisitors, are, is the face of guilds in the game today going to start changing? Yes. Um, and that's true every time they release PvE content. Like, my God. I So I was an alliance recruiter, like head recruiter, 
when Sith Raid came out, and it was, I mean, guilds collapsed at the drop of a hat. Like, you know, people were like, yeah, yeah, we'll give it a little time to see if we can complete the Sith Raid on our own. We'll give it a little time. And then they gave it a little time, and the guild still wasn't clearing the Sith Raid, and by the next week, the guild was gone. Um, yep. Light side territory battles. I can I can still remember when territory battles were released in my alliance. Uh, we we had a fantastic alliance. It was at the time I think five guilds, and uh, you know back then guilds didn't need GP for anything, so they accepted you know smaller players like oh you're gonna get your six hundred every day. You know the the big thing was show up on the raid leaderboard. Like I, I don't know if anyone's even looked at the raid leaderboard in six years. Uh, but that was the big thing. Like way back in the day, it's could your guild finish at the top of the raid leaderboard? And it took, I mean, guild coordination. Like it was, you start the raid the all the raids the first day of the month. Um, and then you have to get your 600 every day. If somebody was going to miss their 600, you booted them from the guild, you brought in a ticket all, and you got yeah. your 600. Uh, yeah. And then Territory Battle came in, and my God, it, it was the most transformative thing this game has ever seen because all of a sudden these small GP players that were playing with the big boys, all the big boys were like, we need GP, we don't need you. And guilds collapsed guilds merged uh players were just kicked to the street it was like in in the matter of a week after this announcement of tb came out i i wouldn't be shocked if half the guilds completely changed what they looked like just overnight because you couldn't have the system that they had anymore and i think i think it's not going to be like that for this one but we are going to see guilds collapse. We're going to see new guilds form. We're going to see new alliances form. Um, You know, a lot of times we talk about guilds collapsing and CG is destroying guilds, but it's also, it also leads to the creation of a lot of things. Like it's not going to be these people are like, ah, screw this. I'm out. It's going to be, you're not helping me guild. You're kind of staying stagnant. This guild's going to get me 30-plus Reva shards. I'm going to go over here. Or a group of 20 people here and a group of 30 people here are like, hey, we all have Inquisitors. How are you doing? And they're going to get together, and two guilds will collapse, but one guild's going to create. So it's going to change the shape of this game. But I don't think it's going to change shape in a bad way because right now we see a lot of people that are just kind of swimming along because nothing's really changed in the game. And I think it's going to motivate people. Um, maybe not for R9s, but it's it's going to motivate people at least. See, I'm, I, I'm on the fence with if guilds are going to collapse. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong in the slightest. Solo, you have been playing this a lot longer than I have. But with that being said, this is this is dark, light, and neutral. So I want to say if if the collapse doesn't happen, 
you're going to see you're going to see guilds that are shining on one side, which just just off the top of my head, I'm going to say is going to be dark side. Everybody uh, loves the dark side. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I believe that the dark side of this territory battle is going to is going to be I don't want to say easy, but it's going to be it's going to be simpler for a lot of guilds because everybody has dark side. Now, where where the yeah. guilds are going to start to fall apart is going to be in that neutral and that light side. That's where you're going to start seeing maybe two three people from the guild getting kicked. Because all they ever did was focus on dark side. Well, I think a lot of it's going to have to do with I think um, guild placement is really going to deal with a lot about your roster. Like where where are you with Inquisitors? Where are you with Jabba? Where because the 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 goodies of this new TB are very specific. In fact, if you if you, if you look at the characters, like. I'm fortunate enough to be one of those poor schleps that put Gar Saxon in relics. <laughs> I am one of those. He's he's relic six. I don't know why I did it. I don't even remember when I did it. All I know is I look at my, you know, as everyone does, they log into their game and they go through their characters and go, ooh, yeah, look at that toy. Yeah, I got that. And they go, oh, fuck, I did that with Gar Saxon? Yeah, I did that. I don't remember when, but there he is. And oh shit, Director Krennic. He's <laughs> five. Why did I do that? Oh, I don't I don't remember. He was required for something, but I brought him and it, it's that's that's what this is gonna come down to. It's guild recruitment is now gonna come to where are your inquisitors? Where are you for Java? But the other thing is in one of their last posts, Solo, I'm sure you know this better than I did, better than I do, but they had said that you have to be completing dark side and having a certain amount in light side. So it's it's not like every guild is going to be able to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to be in a pretty good spot to even attempt this event. You do. Um, it, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, and it's it's no different than when the other light side territory battle came out. You can't be five GP and think you're going to get max rewards on yeah, the end no. game content. Um, but I think this is this is the biggest question I have is what the rewards are going to be because I forget. Was it five stars in LSTB and you already beat the rewards in Geo LSTB and you already beat the rewards for Hoth? It was I, I, five, I think it was five, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's five. five. And so I really if, want to say it was five, yeah. If we come into this new TB, we're gonna get blasted off the board. Like it's Yeah. It's I'm in a five hundred I'm in a five hundred million GP guild. I have ten and a half million GP, and I can tell you right now, I don't think i'm gonna have teams for day four um no which no which tells you everything you need to know right but if if five or six stars in this new tb is giving you better rewards than 33 in geo tb there's 
there's really nothing to complain about. You, you, they're actually saving you a little bit. Because I remember when Light Side Territory Battles first came out, and <laughs> you would go in with your team, and it would kill yeah. you. And you'd be like, God, yeah, that, that battle was one minute. This is fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm 9.9 million GP, and I'm, I'm in the same guild as Northern Border, Rise of the Fall. Right. And I'm, I'm like, um, I, I don't know how this is going to go. We may very well get our shit pushed in. I have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. See, I know, I know for a fact that my, I mean, my guild, fantastic guild, love the guys. We're going to get our shit pushed in. We have one guy that's got Java. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, it's going to be the preload uh, sector one on day one. So you can get one star in both zones on day two. And then you do the same thing for sector two. And then you do the same thing for sector three. And you're kind of going to deploy your way to six stars or eight stars or whatever it's going to be. And you're going to get better rewards than Geo. And for, hey, six to 12 months, we're not going to have to work that hard on TB days. <laughs> like This is, uh, it's going to be great, man. If, Right now, Dark Side Territory Battles is vacation because it's yeah, no win really, and hit yeah. auto. Really, uh, Dark Side is vacation. Yeah, well, this scoundrel yeah. one is going to be vacation too because we can't do anything. It's going to be yeah. great. So, do you do you feel overall that um, with the new TB guilds are going to start becoming more restrictive, um, stiffer requirements are? more top-end guilds or mid-end guilds, are they going to start adjusting their requirements? And again, unless you're kind of going in the direction that CG wants you to go, which is Java or Inquisitors, are things just going to become more difficult? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is going to be a thing. Guilds are going to be pickier. Um you know, when I was when I was a guild leader, I had no problem taking taking the chance on the lower GP account with the person that acted like they knew what they were doing. For the start of this territory battle, I don't think you can do that um, unless they tell you, "Yeah, yeah, I'm spending a grand a week. Don't worry, I'll be there in a month." Um, <laughs> like you're not you're not you're not going to take that swing on that lower person. Yeah, um, they all are three star inquisitors. I'll be right with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I think I think it's going to be restrictive, but it it's kind of the same cycle every time. Where for the next couple months, it's going to be restrictive. The guilds that have all the toys that I don't mean like the cause and the maws. I mean like the guilds that are going to have like forty inquisitors. You know that they're they're going to reap all the rewards because. They're gonna say to recruits, "Hey, you have inquisitors, so do we. Come, come join us." Um, yeah. And the guilds that were slacking, they're the ones that are gonna have the trouble. But in the end, it's gonna balance out. It's the it's the same cycle where the people that have get together to get the new toy, and then they get the new toy, and they go back to being comfortable. Uh, you know, nobody nobody likes finishing fortieth in the Sith raid if you actually tried to hit it. So they, they, they disperse again. 
And then new PvE content will come out in two more years, and the, everybody will congregate together for four to five months, and then they'll spread out again. It's it's kind of it's the way of life in Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to um, next topic. I wanted to hit up on some of the gear changes, and this really, man, this hits my boy, the immortal <laughs> one, who's. Still in that area of squirt guns, stun cuffs, carbondes, <laughs> all that shit. So after really, you know, and I, I've I've heard this on your podcast, but after really going over what the gear changes are going to do, how do you feel that's going to mostly affect somebody in early game, mid game, or late? Um, so early game, it's going to be a ginormous boon. Um, you are going, I mean, you're literally going to be able to gear your roster 50% faster. Um, mid game, I actually, so I think it's going to hurt mid game more than it's going to help. Uh, because really, yeah, well, it, it's going to be a psychological thing, right? Because the mid game is going to be able to get these characters up to G eleven, but the gear changes I know where you're don't. Going. They're the, going to the hit gear, a brick wall, right? The gear changes don't help G twelve, and so you're gonna you're gonna get all this gear up to G. You're gonna get all these characters up to G eleven, then they're just gonna sit there like that doesn't help people, and then they get frustrated because they want to be working on this guy who's G eleven. But they can't because they're still working on the last team trying to get them from gear 12 to gear 13. So I don't think it doesn't hurt the mid game. Like I'm not going to say these changes hurt the mid game, but it's bringing you to a different wall just as fast as you would have had with the old wall. It's just a different wall. Um, and for for the late game players, honestly, these gear changes, I'm not going to notice. Like it's gonna get me my Phoenix uh, geared up a little faster. That's that's about it. I, I have what twenty six characters that aren't relic twelve or higher. Um, well, like like for instance, I'm at I'm at nine point eight. I have yeah. seven legends. Um, if there's one from the last changes that they've made, if there's one piece that I don't have to worry about anymore, it's squirt guns. Is there, yeah. is, is there, from the changes that they've made, have you noticed a, at least one, one piece of gear that you've been like, oh, shit, I don't have to sweat that no more? <laughs> and for me, that's been squirt guns. Like, that was yeah. the biggest thing. Like, I've got, like, five or six of them still full. Yeah. Even after Java and all that, I'm like, Wow. But it's still Carbontes and stun cuffs sometimes. But I mean, with these last changes, is there not one piece that that's alleviated? Uh, I mean, it, yeah. Has it has it helped with the guns? It has. But I'm I'm not gearing characters up. You know what? It helped. It helped when Malgus and Java and Profundity were all dropped at the same time. It, it it certainly helped then, but my my focus is strictly on getting characters from R five to R seven. Yeah, you know, um, and I'm not I'm not using a lot of guns. I I think I have fifteen of them saved up. 
Yeah, so for people in, in, in Kane's area, mid-game, working on a little, well, getting his first alignment, so early to mid-game, mid-game, yeah. early game, these gear changes have to be huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and because you're also, or they're all also fighting people that have gear 11 characters, so gear 11 is still relevant. Like, getting them to gear 11 then being stopped, still 100% relevant at that stage. Um, you know, for the person that's in, like, Kyber 3, getting them to gear 11, I I, I don't know how much, like, it, it's going to help, but I don't know if it's going to change a lot at the same time. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of a, a lot of gear elevens, gear twelves, where I'm at now in in Chromium too. It, right. The way that I'm looking at the gear changes is, it's going to help me w- round out my rosters, and then I'm going to have to pick and choose the squads that I go up with from there. Sure. Yep. So I, I see it as it's it's going to help me. And it'll it'll help a lot of people in the same you know GP area that I'm at. As right. my, I I understand what you're saying with mid game, because they're gonna hit that they're gonna hit that wall, and then they have to pick and choose the squads. Well, I like playing this one, but this is the one that does better, so that's the one that I have to take up. Right. And then I also see your point with with end game. It's not really gonna do shit for you guys. It'll help. It'll help if they drop <laughs> a new character. It'll help if they drop a new character, and you guys just so happen to not have that piece of gear. I mean, doing a, doing a assault battle for somebody like Solari, getting that mu- much more Carbantes. I mean, we're not going to say no. I mean, if it's free, right. it's for me. I'm not. We're not. We're not going to say no to that shit. It's just we're going to have a higher influx of that, but. That's not the shit that Solo and I are looking for. Like when I go into the stores, I'm looking for Gear 12 Plus shit. Yep, that's the kind of shit I'm hoarding. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. not. It's not the. It's not the mid gear shit. Carbontes, stun like squirt like the squirt guns. I've stun cuffs, all that shit. I mean, we're not. Again, we're not going to say no, but that's yeah. not like. We're we're farming gear twelve plus shit to make full pieces for more relic material. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're, right. we're trying to build shit to relic, but for someone can in your position, this this gear change is outstanding. Yes. Oh yeah. It's it yeah. it really is like assault battles double the amount of stuff that is. I think for somebody in your position, that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. That absolutely is. That's the other reason that I'm leaning more towards the Inquisitors for my next feat because of how hungry. Yes. How how many times it says that I need them for this or I need them for that. This it's just gonna help me gear my my lower level tunes. Yeah, and that's absolutely. why I know I, I heard that some people were upset about the road ahead. And I, I mean, I read it and I, I was like, I don't understand what you're <laughs> really 
Like I'm uh, not bu- I'm not buying your gripe. I don't I'm not I'm not getting it. I mean Omicrons are Omicrons. They you, you got to earn those. You got to earn it. You, you like you got to do the challenges, you got to earn them. Um certain pieces of gear, you Chirotech, you got to earn it. But they're finally they're finally alleviating some of the shit that early to mid game players really struggle with because while we're spending energy on Chirotech or Gear 12 Plus, you guys are still spending energy on Carbontes. And that's the yeah. fact that they've alleviated some of that is is an out is really an outstanding thing. I I, I have no issues with how this new gear rollout has has been with this road ahead i don't i don't see it like there's regardless of what happens there's going to be a paywall it doesn't matter what happens this game has an objective it makes money what are they going to make money on pyrotech gear 12 plus there it is that is it now the rest of the shit okay but you know what they're doing? Guaranteeing that players like you, Kane, have a shitload of tunes sitting at gear 11. Yep. Other than that, the rest is up to you. And getting them into relics and then relic them, relicking them, that's, that's the paywall. And I get it. That's their business model. But at least they made an attempt to make that shit for you folks a little bit easier. Not just a little bit, but uh, like solo back in the day, if we were getting double in assault battles, come on, man. Do you not yeah. feel cheated a little bit? <laughs> yes. I feel cheated <laughs> slightly, just a little bit. Yeah. All right. So we, we covered all that. We covered the, uh, the great possible purge. Um, so, Solo's got 15 more minutes. I had a couple of questions <laughs> for him. Yep. But we had we had new brews, Kane. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it up first. Um I unlocked Jabba and I'm I'm happy. He's <laughs> he's fun. He he's he's fun. Um Solo, my, my first question for Jabba is do somebody that has just unlocked Java should they relic up the supporting cast or get Java to relic nine ASAP? Uh, I <laughs> yes, yes. The th- the thing about Java's team is that they they definitely want relics. Um, but Java so. A lot of people disagree and say you should do Kersantan to Relic Dine first, and I think that's just wrong, because you kill Kersantan the first time, you can do it with Cat. You know, you take your JMK, you kill Kersantan, and then you're you're just straight attacking Jabba. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I think you do Jabba first, and then you get his friends. It's you know, his friends want R7, but that's because he's the the fancy new meta. The fancy new meta has always wanted R7. 
Um, I think you get Java, you get Java up first, and then the friends go up. Yeah, because I, I brought Java to Relic Eight when I unlocked him. Yeah, and I had Kersantan at seven, uh, Skiffguard Lando at seven. I kept Bougie at six, <laughs> but I listened to your guys' um, latest video, and you. <laughs> You guys sold me on Gamguard. Because <laughs> he, he's me. the way. He is sold the best. Me. Sold Jeez. me. And I, I did. The only problem is I don't... Oh, my God. I I put six Zetas on Java when I unlocked him. And then I put two on Hondo. And I, I wish I'd listened to your video. <laughs> I would have been like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I spent eight Zetas. And I'm like, yeah. shit. I should have put it on fucking Gamorrean Guard. <laughs> but uh, he, he is he he's the fifth right like you you honestly believe of a, of a solid java team he's the fifth I, I i don't just believe i know um he he is the fifth um he is the one that makes it so bush assists and bush assisting and dropping two thermal detonators every time she assists that's makes teams go away. Makes teams go away fast. And Gamgard is, you know, a thick little pig. And so you, it takes him takes forever to get through him as well. So it, it's achieving the assister that you want and also making it harder to kill the team. I, I don't, you know, people keep telling me about Embo and I'm like, I've heard Embo is. I don't get the Embo edition. I don't understand I, it. I've read so, the I don't get it. It's because in TW he gives well. It, actually, the people saying that it's in GAC are just wrong. Like that's you're just it's wrong. That's what I heard um, in GAC is so yeah. good. No, no, they're they're just wrong on that one. In TW there is a legit argument because he gives passive TM gain, um, which it's hard to argue with TM gain, but I don't think it outweighs Bush just destroying a cat from assist. Yeah. That's what that's what she's going to do. She's she's going to pick somebody and she's going to say you're dead and it's going to happen. And that's that's just fun. What do you um uh, your boost layer? Where, where where do you have her speed? Uh not what's a, what's a not good ideal. What's a good ideal speed for boost layer in a Java team? My mine is not fast. I was supposed to work on that last night and I didn't. Um so you want her, you know, like a plus one thirty, plus one forty type situation. You want you want her going her, fast. I have her at three thirty five right now. Is that good? Yeah, three thirty five is a good number for her. Damn. Uh, she's... No, I did. I'm not gonna lie. And when I when I was unlocking these tunes, Skiffguard. And Leia, I was I was paying attention to mods, and yeah. it was it was actually I I messaged uh, Pico Burrito and went, hey, I got Java unlocked. He goes, dude, well, I'm paraphrasing, dude, you better put him for tenacity and make him fast. And I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> That's this is the way. Uh, my Java's tenacity is a little bit over 160%, so I'm working on it. Yep. 
yeah, it's the, this is the way, right? It's this Jabba team, they want to be fast, they want to take a lot of turns, and they don't want Darth Vader soloing it. Mm-hmm. That's so, Kane, uh, where you're at, you're about to unlock Jedi Master Luke. You, you've, you're, 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 you've hit a milestone, brother. You've, you're like, I've always felt like in this game, when you unlock a GL, you've, you've, you've now entered kind of a different realm. Like you got a GL, you got something to work with, with GAC. The floor is yours, brother. Ask Solo, what, what? What should you do next, man? Like, hit him up. He's here. So, <clears throat> Solo, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up my game. This is uh this is actually a reveal yeah. as well. All right. So, uh, he's very happy. I am. I am. I am stoked right now. Um, uh, I I just got all of my battles unlocked. Well, I've got my first battle unlocked, and right. as you can see, I've been farming tickets. Yep. I've been farming my ass off because I'm, I plan on doing all of this live stream. Nice. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> but now now that I'm here, now that I'm here, where, where would you tell somebody that's about to unlock their first GL where they should focus now? Uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it's funny because Zareth and I play completely different um and you know we, that's why we probably worked as partners um Absolutely. because because his you know you look at his alt and he's got like two GLs and then a bunch of the off meta teams and my alt when I built it and I I finished Ray I turned around cuz I you know I started Ray the second she was released, which is why she was first. Uh, and I went for JML, and then I finished JML, and I went for Jedi Master Kenobi, and then I hit Sith Eternal, then I hit Supreme Leader Kylo, then Lord Vader, and then I gave it up before Jabba was released. So I just, I mean, I turn, I go GL into the next GL, into the next GL. And then in between each GL, I would, I would work on two or three or four characters that could help me outside of the GL. So, I mean, I would do like JML and a team and then immediately move into the next GL. So with, with that being said, so I'll bring up my, my solo journeys. It's, uh, Oh, and it's going to freeze me out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I, while I was relicking everything for JML, I, yep. I've been working on gas. Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic place to go. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I've, I've, I'm on the last battle for gas, and then I'll have, a lot of, I'll have a lot of his shards unlocked. I'll actually be able to unlock him. Yep. Um, should I continue with gas as my filler? And start leveling up, start leveling up his squad, because I, oh, I don't, I don't yeah. have any any of them in relics. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that is your team. That is the next team to work on before you head into the next GL. Gas is yeah a monster. All right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
And then so uh, uh, no, go ahead, Cam. Would My you bad. say would you say that where where I'm at, and you know me talking about either executor or inquisitors, should yeah. on my next GL farm of the two, which one would you say would would benefit me more and not interfere? Oh man, um, so. I mean, between Inquisitors and Executor, I, I think the ship, the ship wins. Um, just because yeah. it's it's this game is turning into Star Wars: Galaxy of Ships, and nobody wants yes. it to happen, but it is. So I, I think between Inquisitors and Executor, the Executor, the Executor has to come first. Yeah, and before you um, have to head out, so that was actually my last question for you. Do you, with this latest conquest? Yep. Um, I know you're grinding it out. You're you're going for this ship, but have you felt like because it's not a ship and you don't have to drop a bunch of omicrons and zetas into a character, you've been, I don't know, feeling kind of lackadaisical with this conquest? Because I have. <laughs> I'm just wow. kind of like. Dude, I'll I'll get the boxes that I need when I need them because the first round we went we all went hard for the datacrons we wanted. Yeah. This round, are you feeling more like meh? Uh well, I mean, I always feel meh about conquest, but um, I no, I am I am I will do the same number of battles this conquest as I did last conquest, as I did the conquest before that, and as I did the conquest before that. It's just um, I I have a philosophy of the conquest. I get red box the first time. And I, I buy the 990 pass each time. And then after the red box the first time, I go gold, gold. And then you got the unit. Yeah. This time I'm I actually have some catch-up work to do because I've been really just kind of burned out and lackadaisical about this conquest. I don't know. I think it's because it's not – and that's weird. That's like the <laughs> that's like the double negative of it hasn't been a character that has jazzed me or gotten me. It's like, okay, it's a ship, and we had a galactic challenge where we faced it, and we figured it out, but it was like, ooh, that would work. Yeah, But – I don't know. I'm ah, this conquest. I'm just kind of like meh. <laughs> yeah, I, no, that's fair. About it. Uh, uh, that, I mean, that's absolutely fair. It's not fun. Like I, you know, there are portions of it that are fun. You, you talk about Pico, and obviously he's partners with Sarah, and Sarah's going to tell you that she enjoys it, um, but. You know, back in the day, just, I, I love her to death, but I think she just tells us that. <laughs> yeah, there's very no well way. <laughs> there's no way a pregnant woman is loving conquest. There's <laughs> right. no way. There's um, no way. It's it's not happening. You know the the old days of conquest before you had to grind. Like one of the greatest things that they did is they made datacrons available in conquest. One of the worst things that they did was make datacrons available in conquest because yeah, I I finished with the red box Sunday night. And I'm still hitting conquest, which is 
not fun. And real quick, how do you how do you feel? Do you feel this ship is going to change the ship meta? Uh, how do you feel about this ship? Is this something that people should really go for? Should they six star six star mod their Grand Moff Tarkin and all the other Empire? Is this ship going to make a difference in Grand Arena? Because you said ship, yourself, yeah. Grand Arena now is about ships. This is ship this gonna is going to. It, it's going to make a difference yeah. in Grand Arena. I, I, you know, it's hard. It's hard to tell you exactly what it's going to do, but everybody looked at the you know second sister ship and was like, yeah, it's a ship with hell cares, and it completely changed the landscape. Uh, this one is going to do. It, it's going to do something similar. All right. That's yeah. All right. Well, then I'm gonna keep pushing forward because I've, <laughs> man, I've I've slacked this this event. I mean, I'll still make the gold box that I need to, but I've got to do some work because I've slacked. Yeah. But um, all right. It's at that time, ten thirty. Yeah. Um, Solo said you you had to run. Um, you yep. are you are a busy man, but <laughs> um, busy day. Really, yes. We really appreciate your time and yeah. being with us, and thank you so much. Um, we love your insight. I mean, you you are a, a top tier player in this game. If if you don't know Solo, check him out on Twitch. He does go live. Um, things have been shitty, you know, hundred <laughs> percent Dodge Omicron, which oh, I didn't even get a chance to ask you. Are you like ready for this shit to go away? Yet? Uh. So so ready. So so yeah. ready. I'm 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 done. I'm solo. I went I went two and seven in three v three. I got regulate. I got regulated. I dropped a Kyber two. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, really bad. I was four and two and headed into the final week, and then just said, "Screw it." Um, so, you know, it was all, it was all Vader's with 70, 80% dodge. It was just yeah. like, I couldn't, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yep. It's ridiculous. So, all right. Well, once again, thank you very much, Solo. We appreciate your time. Kay and I are going to wrap things up here. All right. With, uh, questions for the, oh yeah, we got some podcast questions, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so if you got to right. uh, do your thing, man, we yes. appreciate it. Go get some sleep. You are a busy man. Thank you for your time. I immensely appreciate it. Of course, of course. Thank you, gents, and uh, ha have a good one. Thanks for having me. You too, bud. Always, always a pleasure. Yep. Thank yep. you. Well, fuck yeah, man. Solo on the air, giving us the hot takes and the good shit. Well, here we go. Always yeah. kick ass to have solo. Uh, absolutely. So, um, real quick, I know we didn't get to hit on it too much, but new brews. Um, folks, I unlocked Jabba. I did. I unlocked that big fat bastard, and I brought him right to relegate. And you know what? That is a um, that is a fun team to use. 
Oh, I believe it. I've heard nothing but good I'm things. Not, I'm not gonna lie. It is it is a lot of fun. Um but the immortal one, because I mean, you know, okay, Java, you know, meh. how many legends? Meh. You're here to listen about mid-game shit. Kane, you're about to do Jam Master Luke. Yes, I uh I am. I have to you're about to get it done. So I have to get with uh Paul and Nev. They're going to uh they're gonna help us get our live stream set up. So that way when oh, you're still doing tickets, we're we're not going live on your first event tonight. So what I was thinking I would do tonight just for just for tonight. I'm gonna give everybody that very first remember, battle. Oh yeah. So many tickets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I so far I farmed up eighty eight tickets. I have I have huh. enough tickets right now to do the first event five times. Well, I mean, go fucking live. Do one. Well, I mean. With the current way, with the current way that we are are doing the episode, I can't I can't just take it live. It's the precious do it. But what I can do, what I can do is, since we do have a YouTube base, I'm gonna do the first one for everyone right here tonight. And do it. I don't remember what the fuck it is. Do it. Just do it. Oh shit. Yeah. What? I want to change people. What? You you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Shit. No, that that got Skiffguard. Le- what? Skiffguard. Le- okay, that's different. Oh no, it's uh, it's just regular Lando, but it is. Oh, he looks yeah. like. All right. All right, you're good. Do it. Here we go. All right, so we've got three PO Han Solo all talking. Oh, you should let me read. You should have let me read everything. <laughs> I would have done it in some bizarre accent. All right, so here we go. Do burn. Yeah, yeah, burn, everybody. Oh, they're gonna completely destroy my R two. No, do oh, mast on. There you go. Stealth Luke. Yep. Yep, fuck that up. Yep, keep going. Uh, This is going to get brutal. (laughs) No, it's not. You'd be surprised. Luke is going to... Get up. You'll be all right. Oh, yeah. My, my Luke fucking hurts. Yeah. See, there's one down. Go ahead. And burn everybody. Burn. Again. Fuck them all. Uh-huh. Going for at least the uh, one kill here. Stealth my Luke. Just stealth my fucking R2. 
That's you what got this. Maybe you I've got still this. got I've still got another round. On, I got you got no, you got this. Yeah, mass yeah, mass done. Didn't Bang. Yeah, didn't do shit. <laughs> mass flame. Yeah, dude, you got this. Maybe. No. R two's gone. Like I said, maybe. Seems to be hurting him a little bit more than the other one. Come on. Come on, fucker. Kick him in the face. Dude, your health isn't even, like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you got this. It's it's over. I've still got a whole nother, I got, I've still got a whole nother battle I gotta do. You got it. Go ahead and kill him off. Fuck it. Oh, I didn't kill him. That one did. All right. Round two. Oh, and I don't even get to do it with uh with my Luke. Get all the fat out of there. Ah, you fuck. It's all right. Keep going. Come on, damn it. You're good. Yeah, I know. The damn taunt. All right, straight back to Boba. There you go. Yep, all those critical hits. Come on. There you go. That's it. That's yep. the end. Fuck your jetpack. <laughs> Alrighty, there is uh there's my first ten shards for JML. There he is. And now I've unlocked the uh, the second fight. Yep, you do that once. That will be uh, that'll be saved for uh, the live stream. Like I said, I'll do I'll do I'll do one for everybody tonight. All right, let's go to our uh, go to our questions. Alrighty, so tonight, our question that, our, <clears throat> your question that you asked for our audience. I did. Will the cadence of tunes slow down or stay the same with the new year approaching? And how many new legends can we expect? Who could they potentially be? The old man has some thoughts. Any other question? <clears throat> the old man has some thoughts. So. The first one comes from CS Wins. says, hey, fellas, as always, appreciate the work you put in as far as characters incoming. I'm sure they'll find more characters to bring in. Are you ready for Broken Mask Vader or Midlife Crisis Ben Kenobi? LOL, I sure am. said, as far as GLs go, 
I'd like to see them go with the Emperor from the MMO. That would be fucking sick. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, just some, just for some new love to characters, a lot of others don't know about or like uh, Satella Sean. Don't have much I otherwise. Mean, preparing myself to get shit-faced at the company Christmas retreat on Saturday. <laughs> all right so we know not to uh message him on saturday oh that would that was so that was this uh oh yeah that's this coming saturday yeah yeah my days I mean, are all messed up so tell sean wouldn't be a bad idea but i just i don't with what they're doing right now i don't i don't see that being the direction they're going in they're going in the direction of the new shows and inquisitors and that's just that's that's where they're headed. So. I, think, I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna see more legacy characters. I'm I'm standing, I'm calling it now. Like I wanna be the first one to call it and I'm I've been calling it since we started or since I started on the show. March we're going to get Calcastus. That's gonna happen eventually. All right, what else we got? Uh, next, TK. I think we'll get one GL this year to even out the light side with the dark side. With the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, I think it'll be from that era. Probably the GL Leia that people, not me, seem to want. It makes sense, but we have enough Leias in my opinion. I also think we'll get Saw this year. Oh, uh, Saw Guerrera. Yeah, that would be it, nice. That possibility, I... I don't know, I've heard a lot about that of Geo Leia. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, it, it wouldn't bother me. I, I honestly think Rebels should get a legend. I really do. It would be nice. I really I think the, the rebel faction needs a bit of a kick in the ass. I mean, Lord Vader, the Inquisitors, now the Reva kit that's gonna dominate. I I think some relic, some rebel love is in order. I really do. I, I'm just I'm, I'm reiterating. I, I, I'm reiterating that I think I think Phoenix is because you know all the Phoenixes are rebels. Phoenixes need some love. Give me a Phoenix GL. No Phoenix. Ooh, excuse me. No, Phoenix, yeah, they, they, they're they hurting. Uh, I, feel like the, the, I feel like the Rebels are hurting. Like, other than CLS, Mon Mothma, or Radis, if you have them, like, they're just, I mean, CLS is still really good, but the other two squads, they're meh. True. So, I... I do. I I think I think the rebels need some love. All right, what else we got? So Sardaukar eighty nine, new galactic new galactic legend, probably only one. He's hoping for Saw Guerrera, but not likely due to the lack of importance in Andor. Sorry if if he's if that's spoilers for anyone. <clears throat> oh, it did. Uh, he said it'll either be Mando season two or three, or from Ahsoka when it starts. So either Thrawn or Ahsoka or Mando himself will 
his is in his, in his opinion will be the new GL. Uh, okay. The introducing of new characters seems to be a trend. I think that will continue due to possible new GLs needing marquees. All the shows coming out and just amount of Star Wars lore. With new TB coming, as you guys have said with Pico, the teams we deem as good now probably won't be amazing for the new zones. So that means new teams, slew of new characters, maybe even new relic levels. Although, if new relic levels happen, maybe R9 will become more accessible. Uh, let's see, we got McGoats. McGoats, our resume applicant. <laughs> uh, McGoat said that he saw he saw a post about relic requirements for t- for the TB wave. Uh, what is the validity of this and thoughts? So on tonight's episode, wow. we we did we did find out that we're going to need uh, inquisitors at was it relic seven? Yeah, there were uh, in order to get third sister shards. Yeah, there, there's a few at seven. You're going to need. Um, other than that, I think the event's wide open, relic levels, but for certain things like Third Sister or any other any other tune that's required for something for speci- that's specific, then yeah, you're... <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I now have to go back and look at my Inquisitors and go, oh, fuck, well, I need to relic them up. Because honestly, um, we haven't gotten Afra's kit yet, so I'm going to hoard and go on the information I have right now, which is Third Sister is going to be badass. Oh, yeah. Until we get the Afra kit, which probably will be a couple of Zetas and about three Omicrons, we just don't know. But again, this is this is a conversation for more end game player. Um, for you folks in the mid, I mean, I don't feel like Afra is even something that should be should be on your radar. Like you can get Hondo, and you can farm him in that. Um. Oh, fuck, that node that gives you signal data. Yeah. But it's at a charge of eight. Yeah. That that was yeah, that was a gift. Farming that for, for Hondo, that was a gift. So Well I think I, don't know. I, I think the next I think the next comment kind of helps out with the mid game players. And I, I only say this, you know, referencing my guild. Uh Steel Eye said, you know, I've done a lot of the maths. And my three my three hundred ninety seven million GP guild will be lucky to get through phase one in three or four days. Now I I, I kind of agree with that. You know, it's it's uncharted territory. Nobody knows what we're going into in those first three areas for the light, the neutral, and the dark. Uh, he said, I don't I don't see how this is even remotely available for guilds that are only getting twenty stars in light side. So I'm sure Swigo geniuses are hard at work to figure it out, but am I wrong to think that this is this isn't even whale food? Kraken minimum. Well, that's the thing. In the road ahead, 
they they made it pretty clear that for you to be competitive in this new TB, you had to be completing Dark Side and I don't know, getting 27, 28 I think, I think stars. It was 27. I think it was 27 stars right. in Light Side. So, I mean, my guild is getting that, but again, I, I have no idea what I'm walking into. I'm I'm going into this, this next TB thinking that I'm just gonna get my shit pushed in. Like it's just it's that it's that simple. I don't I don't have a lot of expectations and I think I think a lot of people should scale their expectations back a little bit. Like I don't I don't think this is gonna this is gonna be fun at first. I really don't. Well he go he goes on to say, you know, we need we need multiple Ugnaughts at Relic Five just for platoons. Said this will be interesting, but we're still gonna try it anyway. Yeah. Uh let's see. TK said I saw someone say in another Discord that the platoons didn't require relic levels. Could be wrong. I haven't had time to read it for myself yet. <clears throat> and then Steel Eye posted to back that uh note minimum requirements are for combat missions and operations, but not deployment. Again, I I I haven't heard that either for platoons. If my tunes were at gear twelve, they were accepted. As long as they were seven star. The big thing was seven star. So again, that's another thing that we gotta wait and see. See what happens. I don't know. But that uh that rounds out rounds out our questions and comments for the evening. All right. So now that we've hit that, time real quick for what grinds the old man's gears. And you know what? Um Jesus Christ, I I've read the road ahead top to bottom a couple times and I'm I don't get what all the hubbub is about of people being upset. I I think this road ahead was was well done. I think the gear changes that they're making depending on when they launch them are good. I'm not I'm not fucking getting what people are bitching about. Why people are so upset. It's, you know, there's, there's, there's a theme I've heard and some other content creators lately, which is not everything was meant for you, which means that you could be at a state in the game and look at inquisitors and all right, well, I'm going to do something else. This wasn't meant for me yet. Or Java. This wasn't meant for me. I want to do something else. So it's... I mean, the the game is where you take it. It's... It's where you go. I... I think CG is pointing people in a direction. Inquisitors, Java, but... Doesn't mean you have to go that route. Doesn't mean you have to do that. You can do something else. You can go get Slicker. You can go get Ray. You can go do whatever the 
fuck it is you want to do. But I don't know. I it's you know the the anniversary rewards for seven years were pretty good. It helped me. Those rewards shaved a lot of time off me getting Jabba. Um, four days of double drops. Yeah, took a lot of time off my Java farm. My Java farm. Four days of double drops helped me out a lot. Um, I don't know, folks. I, I it's you know, I, I have. I heard the road ahead was skeptical by some. Um, this company is gonna have a paywall. It's gonna exist. And it's Chirotech and Gear 12 Plus. But everything else, they made a lot easier. And for those of you in early to mid-game, if you're getting your roster to Gear 11 or Gear 12, even in GAC at that level, that's going to make a difference. Yes. If you have more tunes at, a, at certain gear levels than your opponent... That is going to make a difference because when you are early to mid-game, teams are at a premium. And if you're getting gear a lot faster and you're real good with gear economy and putting... Because, folks, and even Kane, you know this. What is this game about? Oh, fine. Resource, resource allocation. Where do you put your shit? That's where it's at. And now you see this, why I'm a hoarder. Exactly. This game, folks, is about how much you collect, but where do you put it? Are you going for executor? Profundity? A legend? It, I mean, maybe you're so close to Slicker. And after that, the way your roster looks, Java or Inquisitors is just not on your radar. Fine. But the bottom line is, have fun. Now, if you want to be more competitive and go down that route, then CG has pointed the direction of where you should go. Because right now, it's Jabba and it's Inquisitors. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not happy with how fucking long it's taken them to uh, do the Grand Inquisitor event, which I've heard takes a while. It's not fun. I'm not looking forward to it. But that's it, folks. Have fun. All right. So... So I, I have, have nothing left. So Can I, you I have I have I have a question for our audience. Now rather than rather than put this in disc, which I probably will anyway, but I want to give our audience the first chance to drop these drop these comments in our comment channel. Okay. So I was I've, I've been considering doing something and I want to go ahead and attempt it. I am going to let our audience pick what I go for next. 
they they're gonna pick it and i'm going i'm going to farm it you're insane no no not insane you're insane no 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 i want i want our audience to be able to interact and no i'm gonna let them i love i love everything our audience has ever done i love the fact that you sent me some weird fucking thing that we're up there and subscribers and all that, whatever the fuck it is you sent me. I love that our listeners do all that, but no, no. So just just to clarify, I sent the old man a screenshot from a notification that I got from our Spotify. Uh, 51% of our listeners 51% 51% of our listeners are subscribed or following us on Spotify. For 20, for the year of 2022, we're in the top 20% of most followed podcasts. That's fake news. <laughs> That's fake news. It, you know what? It, it, very well, it. It, very, it very well could be. It very well could be. But there is no way. That of all the people on Spotify, they're listening to our dumbasses rant for that long. There's no way. Hey, we we interact we interact with our audience. We bring them in. I mean, we we love having you you guys on the show with us. Uh, Magoats Magoats has been on here like three four times. Magoats wants to be our Bob. I mean, we we love having you guys on here. We love the questions. We love the interaction. And I want to give something back. So yeah, I mentioned that a couple times. So and I never heard back notes of yeah, I'll be your floating head and you know do info and blah. so post it post it in the comments. Uh, tag just tag me at the immortal one. Let me know who you guys want me to want me to go for next. The mass yeah. mass majority mass majority rules on the votes. That is who I will farm up next. Regardless of who it is, you tell me to go for a shit character, I'll go for a shit character. You tell me to go for another GL, I'll do my GL. You, you tell me Inquisitor, Star Killer, what have you, whatever you guys mass majority pick, that's what I'm. That's what I'm farming up next. All right, and on that note, um, yeah, please look up the old man's old man Logan. StarWarsGalaxyHeroes.gg. Do it. You guys tell me what you think I should farm. And um, I guarantee you I probably won't fucking listen to you. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Yeah. So while Kane may be, you know, leveling up fucking Barris Ophi and all that shit. Um, I, ha- yeah, I'm, I have I'm, complete I have complete faith in our audience that they're going yeah, I, I I have I, an idea of who they're gonna tell me to go for. I'm just not yeah, gonna say I, it. I don't. I love them all, but I'm probably gonna tell them to go fuck themselves. Well no. No. Um and that's that's actually where I'm at a weird impasse. I just did Java. Um Dude, I'm I'm so unmotivated for Afra. Like I'm so unmotivated. Like I, it's it's, and the other thing is I don't I don't know her. I didn't really like read the comics as much as I should, even though I, I own most of them, but I just didn't read them. 
but I'm like, meh. Like I, I kind of, and any anyone that's, and to be honest, um, anybody that's listening to our listeners. So Kane just threw something out, threw something out for you guys to suggest for him. So here's something for me. Um, I just got Jabba. I've been working on Hondo. Third sister kit just got revealed. I now need to focus gear efforts towards Grand Inquisitor and getting third sister squared away. So, should Afro take a back seat? Is is the new third sister kit enough for me to hold off on Hondo? Because it's it is when you farm him, it takes away useful signal signal data, but. She's not. Should I? Should I go for third? Because, dude, that third sister kit was no joke. It's it's not. I, I I see it as a really good one, and you know I I do like to weigh in my my opinions on who you're farming for. We still haven't seen Afra's kit, and that's that's the problem. I mean, we have no we idea, have, and I know, and that's where I'm at. This weird. Because they're saying that the new TB is going to start in like a week. Maybe two. It's going to start soon. But I'm not going to be able to participate in Reva Shards out of the gate. I don't have Grand Inquisitor. True. So I don't know. If, I don't know. If I... I mean, Hondo is good. If you don't, if you don't have Grand I, Inquisitor and you I, can't... Should I just... Finish Hondo? Should I just? He's only eight Cantina. Should I just finish Hondo and get him done? I would. If you're if you're not going to be able to get the Grand Inquisitor and get the Reva shards out the gate, I would go ahead and stick with Hondo because we don't we don't know what Reva's kit's going to drop or uh, Afra's kit's going to drop. We don't know if that's going to put her right there side by side with their sister. And that's the thing. After finishing Java, dude, my gear reserves, I'm I'm almost back to square one. Yeah, then like, I, I would stick with Hondo. I mean, the Grand Inquisitor event doesn't start till kind of close to the end of the month. I gotta look at his gear requirements, but I I may get him close to, to relics. We'll see. But if I get him to relics, I'm not going to be able to take him that far because I'm spending everything on Hondo. So I'm I'm in a weird I'm in a weird position where I feel like I need to I need to finish finish I I need to get the Grand Inquisitor up there and I need to get him relic. Do you have and do you have the murder maybe box? Hondo? Do you, do you have the murder box relic? No. They're at both three star, like gear seven. <laughs> Fucking garbage. So you're you're in that unique you're in that unique spot. Do you do you start hoarding gear for 
Grand Inquisitor or do you finish Hondo? But even if the Afra kit drops, um, you're not going to be able to do shit with Afra until you get the murder bots up. And I'm and, leaning uh, more towards. I'm leaning more towards. I need to finish the Inquisitors. Well, I mean, now knowing I'm, that the, that you don't have those relict, I mean, yeah, uh, that that makes sense because you could just farm up that material and do the best you can whenever Grand Inquisitor drops. Yeah, well, I mean, African wait. The murder bots aren't even farmable yet. Yeah. Grand Inquisitor is something I need to finish out and do. So. All right. Well, it's time to wrap this edition of the old man's cantina up. It is late. I'm slightly half in the bag. But that's what happens here in the old man's cantina. But. We had a good episode. We had Solo came in. It was a bunch of insight on the latest breaking news. It was outstanding. Um, so for myself, the immortal one, Kane, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope it was enlightening. We hope you learned something about the game. And you know what? Message us on Discord. Let us know of a topic or something you guys would like to hear. What um, what's gnawing at your on on your end? Like whatever stage of the game you're at, what's what's gnawing at you? Because you know what, as many viewers and subscribers and everything we get, we want to do this for you guys. What what topics do you want us to to talk about? about this game and you know what we'll talk about it um i am very happy and proud to say that next week we got celiac sarah oh yeah and we're gonna go into some conquest and how this conquest is and how it's been and especially kane how people at your gp just unlocking a gl how that's gonna go and yeah and as, as always, before we uh, before we wrap it up, just so you guys know, we are on YouTube. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. And uh, we'll be here for you next week. YouTubing. YouTubing. All right. So, from the immortal one, Kane, and myself, Old Man Logan, we are shutting down the cantina. That's enough for one night. I'm tired. I have to go to bed. Um, love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. You're all awesome. Um, those of you that leave comments, you are awesome people. Thank you for supporting us. Again, thank you to SoloBase15 for being on tonight. Um, that was awesome. We got a top-end player to give us his take on some of the hottest news in this game. So that was a privilege. And from the immortal words of Edward R. Murrow, good night and good luck. <laughs>